Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. What's up, Cosmic Ninja? I hope that your day is going fantastic. Thanks so much for joining me in part two with Seth Leith Prusansky. Um, If you listen to part one, then you know we are going deep and we're really touching on a lot of topics. In this one, we explore life as a miracle, taking responsibility to nurture your soul, the art of non-resistance, how to connect with God, source, life within. So we keep going deeper and just touching on, you know, really important topics and exploring consciousness and spirituality. If you like the podcast and you want to support, you can just simply leave me a review. That's the best and easiest way. I want to thank uh, Jordana for this one who says, best podcast ever. And I know Jordana, shout out. Thanks so much for listening and and uh, what you're doing and, and uh, supporting the show. But she says, I freaking love this podcast so much. It's legit and the best. Uh, and my absolute favorite. Each week I try and listen to a couple and every time my mind is blown and my heart is cracked open even wider. Matt is so humble and heart-led, and the podcast is super magical. It explores all areas of spirituality and really is next-level gnarly topic and guest-wise. So thanks so much, Jordan. I appreciate that, and thank you guys for taking the time to leave reviews. It's the easiest thing you can do. Uh, if you want to support me on Patreon, that's amazing. I appreciate that. Um, David Lombear also suggested to open up to having people like send me something in the mail, like a little piece of art or like a dollar in the mail or just, I guess it's like some sort of energetic thing. So if you want to do that, sure, I'll take it. Um, and what else? Um, yeah, I want to thank my sponsor, Purium. Uh, you can get a $50 gift card if you use Activate Health. So just go bit.ly forward slash Activate Health and they're non-GMO. It's like the best of the best in supplements, cleanse, protein, whatever you want. They also have CBD. I highly recommend. Um, if you haven't heard about CBD, check out the benefits um, and start taking that as a supplement because uh, all I've heard is incredible things over and over and over again. And it's actually very challenging to get in, in Canada. So that's annoying. Um, but but I get it every time I can and, and, and uh, stock up. For, for travel. So um, for those of you guys who want coaching, just go uh, Matt Belair forward slash coaching. Be happy to help you out. And what else? I'm kind of like getting lost in track here. I'm traveling and I'm in currently in the mountains in Cranbrook visiting an old friend. It's really beautiful out here. Spent a lot of time at the lake the other day. Um, so let's keep on track. Sign up for the email list if you want to. And um, yeah, I think that's it. Oh, that's the thing that I wanted to share. Um, so, so some of you guys are already doing this. Whenever you have an aha moment, just take a screenshot with your phone if you're listening to the podcast and share it with me on Facebook, hashtag Matt Belair Podcast. You can share it on Instagram or all your social media. But when you share your insights, you're helping your tribe. That's your friends, your family, people you you think that you're not even helping. Just share the aha moments. Post it on your Facebook and tag me in it. But we'll have a collection of these moments and we'll share them with people. And it's like enlightenment moments. So just, you know, whatever it is, you can embellish as long as you want. 
or you could just have the clip or do a little quote or something. But share that with me on Facebook, share it in your page. And it's a really, really powerful thing we can do to wake up our individual tribes because it's you and your life being the example for your friends, your family, your community. So it's the most powerful thing that you can do. And I'll make them into little audio clips or uh, YouTube videos when um, I get a little bit more help and a little bit more staff or as, as things unfold. And I know it's just going to grow. Um, so anyway, let's get into the meditation and which is the firm commitment to be loving, kind and compassionate to ourselves. And I'm going to just stick with this for a little bit because I'm working it out myself too. Okay, so all you need to do is set the intention from now on in this moment, I'm going to be my number one supporter, my internal dialogue is going to be loving, kind and compassionate to myself, I'm going to be my number one cheerleader. Okay, so now taking a deep breath in through your nose, imagining inhaling cosmic golden platinum crystalline light, filling every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being as this light comes down from the universe, connecting you and your feet go into the ground and connecting to Mother Earth, just letting this feeling of support from the universe, from the earth wash through you. And just let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day and all the limitations and all the self-criticisms. Now taking another deep breath in through your nose, connecting to this light that connects all life, this earth force, spiritual, cosmic, God force, just all life, the trees, just connecting to this energy that is within everything. It is within you and just making and doubling that firm commitment to be your number one supporter, to give yourself the most positive feedback, to just be the most kind and compassionate and loving to yourself. And just let that breath out slowly with all old programming, all limitation, all internal criticisms, all reasons why you're not good enough. Just letting that go. Now taking one more deep breath in through your nose and really doubling this commitment to be loving and kind and compassionate to yourself, knowing that you can create anything that you want in your life. And it's a journey over days and weeks and months and years. And it's not instant, but through consistency, you can create anything and you're going to be that example for your community and for the world and make a positive impact, most importantly, on your own life through your own perspective. And now I want you to send out this positive loving energy to all beings on the planet wishing them kindness and compassion to themselves deep self-love deep self-understanding and i'm sending that to you may that you awaken to your highest joy your highest vision your highest knowing just to uncover every bit of who you are and to let go of any old limiting conditioning that may not no longer serve you sending you all of my love and support And just see your energy go out to the entire world and to the entire cosmos and see it come back to you, magnified a million fold, 10 million fold by all beings here, recognizing that we are one, that we can work together and collaborate and make life better for all beings. So there we go. I think that gets us all set up for this epic part two with Seth Leaf Przanski. Talk about the miracle of life. What is, what might that feel like? Can you imagine? Like, try to explain to me. Like, what do you, yeah, what, what does the miracle of life feel like? I feel like it would be uh, euphoric, like, like out of your heart and soul. Like, you, you do like a jump, you know, and like an emoji, but like you sprinkle into like all of existence, like at one moment. But that, thought probably came from a space of doing a specific experience because I know what it feels like. Yeah. Well, (laughs) but right. Right. Like, but that's what we got to really start coming to terms with here. Like if life is a miracle, 
which obviously it is because I'm not beating my heart. You know, yeah, I can control my breath, but it's still happening regardless of my conscious input. But what is it that's causing that? Hmm, let's see. How were we all created? Oh, yeah, two people were having sex. There was an orgasm. That feels pretty good, right? What is that? Hmm, maybe the miracle of life feels like the best feeling we've ever had times infinity, right? Maybe that's the really, truly what we are as individuals, but that's crazy, right? How are you going to go from the best feeling you've ever experienced times infinity to existing in this body? Our very feelings, our very emotions, the things that we have accessible to us now have different octaves to them. So the normal feelings, just like our normal thoughts, the things that we experience and perceive, however, at whatever level, some people are more sense-oriented, some are more audio-oriented, some are more kinesthetic, however you best perceive this human reality, if you develop the way you perceive it and engage your emotional response with an attitude of gratitude, with this awe and wonder and innocence like the eyes of a child that has yet to become polluted, your feelings, your emotions literally begin to open up into different octaves of potential, almost like fractals that have always been there waiting to develop and open up. They're there. Trust me. Trust all kinds of others. I know you know it. It's there. At what point do we as individuals and as a species begin to realize that we have infinite potential? We have limitless potentiality, and it's all within our grasp it's all it's literally bubbling up out of us all we have to do is just give our awareness to it and just start paying attention to it and it starts to pay us back with riches that are beyond any material wealth anybody could accrue in this world with the true wealth the mines aladdin's cave but it's an inner cave it's mining the minds of our mind and unearthing these gems, these rare, priceless, invaluable jewels of self-perception and awareness and lucidity and clarity that empower us to exist with a frequency that, as far as I can tell, is right on the very cutting edge of human, human potentiality here and now in this world. <laughs> oh man that was amazing now you know you're lucky i can draw bridges for this okay this is when i realized in my own self that i i do have a certain skill set because i'm like yep i agree yep i agree and i'm at simultaneously listening to like my friends and people are like belair like that guy's like been nuts right i'm like no 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 he's like he's he knows what he's talking about so let me just let me just build that bridge for most people because you're 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 correct so some of the points um stop believing in the illusion that has been sold to you that's a huge huge point and so interestingly enough um i went to Egypt with Nassim Harami and the Resonance Science Foundation. Adam Roa was there who was on the podcast a couple of times and he's releasing a new book called uh, Cosmic Awakening. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry, brother. I can't remember. Look up Adam Roa. He's the man. He's got a book, Cosmic Something. Uh, a Cosmic Something, A Life, uh, 30 Days in the Light. Oh, crap. It's going to be awesome. I haven't seen it yet. Um, but it was this channeling process. So he connected me to this maestro. That's a pretty powerful guy. So he's like kind of did some work with me, opened up my channel, all that kind of fun stuff. I'd love it. 
first thing that I channel today is to get on the phone and we're doing the work and it talked about allowing, right? So I'm like channeling and I'm going through and allowing and channeling for me, like I like to make it not crazy. Just like get out of your own way and just like filter through, stop, you know, not judge, you know, Matt wouldn't say that and would be worded like this and the sentence would be perfect. It's just like flowing out, put an intention somewhere else, flow through and it can be more complicated. Anyways, um, the big thing was allowing and it, the, the, the real big one was stop resisting what is, and I have heard that a lot. And the thing is, what, at what level am I resisting what is? You know, stop resisting what is happening like at the concentration camp. It's happening. Yeah. Right. But even if it's like, because through judgment, you're like, you're in your house and you're going to car, you're resisting what is happening. It's just this consistent, like a weight on your shoulders. You're just consistently resisting everything and not allowing any of it. So it's like you're constrained and you're like, and that's your energy. That's your energy body. And if you think of yourself as this energy body, which you and I know, and science is proving that we are an energy body, it's sending out fields, a signal, and that signal is going to change your reality in this matrix hologram type of deal we're in, it's completely uh, relational to your signal. So um, I just wanted to share that about, um, because I think that's a really important point. We're, we're just resisting what is all the time. And we're creating this little bit of weight every single day for how it should be better, how it should be work. While you're just saying, allow it, be it, you're in it, you know, just allowing life to happen as it's happening. You don't change it. You know, it should be over here. It should be over here. You're just in it, observing it fully, completely surrender to it. And you also keep touching on life as a miracle. And, you know, Coop Blacks, and when I talked to him, his father literally does miracles, did miracles in Africa, healing people like you would see in some sort of movie, like a faith healer, but like for real, like for real, for real. The guy's like healing blindness and all kinds of stuff, apparently. I've never seen it. I think Coot is telling me the truth. And he said when he grew up, it was normal to him because he didn't know any different. So that's his belief system. He grew up and his dad was healing people magically, you know, miracles, and so he just believed in miracles that miracles were normal. I think Wayne Dyer might have a whole book about miracles being normal or what miracles are regular or miracles are ordinary or something like that. Or maybe he just says it. I don't know. So along those lines. And so life and Coot's like, it's not about that little fractal second. You need what I hope that people understand is that each and every moment of life is a miracle happening now. And what we've done is we've agreed to accept the illusion that it isn't. It's like we're in the greatest, most amazing theme park as the elite being, as connection with source and everything that this universe has to offer. You are in it. And you look around and the universe says, look, like you're in a game. Look at how much crap you can see that's wrong. Like what gets you stoked to go build Right? You don't want to just go zap like a wizard and it's built. The game would be boring. You know, bing, 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 bing. Like, oh, get me out of here. It's like, yo, build it, you know, and, and deal with all of these little tiny, like, Koopas. You know, they're just Koopas. They're resistant Koopas. You know, just jump over them. And you're going to keep jumping over them because you're aligned to build this thing. And that's you. You know, that's your mark. And you're so powerful. But we have this blinder that's been encoded through culture, through media, through all these other different things and we're believing it you know it's like we're i use the goldfish example i think it's a great thing you're a gold you're a dolphin right and then they did goldfish conditioning 
And so you're believing you're a goldfish and you're like, well, bro, actually you and I are the exact same. We're no different, but you're a goldfish that's doing this, that's believing this, that's operating out of fear. And I literally like 20 minutes ago, just jumped out of the water, the entire reality that you believe is a reality. You believe there's just water. Well, I saw, I don't know what a boat is and I can't communicate to you what a boat is, but I saw a boat. I don't know what an island is, but I saw an island. Like, I don't know what an airplane is, but I saw like something else and it goes up and I don't know where this ends because it's like too much for me to handle. Um, but what I do know is that is like not the exact like cusp of the top of what is possible. And I want to trust in what I am because what I am is a part of everything. And um, Wayne Dyer, you know, and I just watched his movie. Uh, again, I forget what it's called. Kind of like, yeah, I just remember the, the meat and potatoes. And he's just talking to this guy and it goes through the story. It's called The Shift. And this guy's going through this transition and his life is really important because he's got to be a big name in film and his ego, you know, he's like, this is who I got to be, right? And everything starts to fall apart and Wayne Dyer's just kind of helping him. And he's just like, well, um, you know, number one, how do you want to help people? Like, who are you? Like, how are you seeing how this could benefit others? And, and the big, the big uh, part was if you come from, like if an acorn falls from a tree, well, where does it come from? It comes from the acorn tree. The acorn is actually the, the whole tree connected and then the tree is connected to the earth it's the whole entire earth it's a fractal of the whole thing so if you come from that divine magical miracle spark and that's literally how you come into this existence that is literally when you trace it back to your origins that's as origins as we get as we can know from right now that's what you are and you are so that means you are connected to that energy to that intelligence to that lineage to the entire universe and so I think that what you're suggesting is this is way more magical, way more miraculous, way more extraordinary, and you're being sold that it isn't. And we're hoping that you just stop buying that. And a simple example to close would just be like for me, um, I get interviewed on podcasts and this is when I realized like I, I, I'm learning to distinguish more and more what like, you know, awakened or whatever, because like I would say, okay, I'm a born awake. Well, what the hell does that mean? It's like, there's a few subtle differences. And like one of them was I look at the bull crap and I'm like, you know, like politics. I'm like, this is horse crap. Does nobody else believe me? Why? And then we're in adults and they're still arguing as like the system is broken. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your energy. You got to build something else. They are liars, man. If you haven't figured that out, you have really got to op- wake up, you know, simple, simple, simple things like that. So, you know, and then it goes deeper and deeper, but it's a simple thing of perceiving, you know, I, I just wasn't sold the lie. You know, I'm just, and looking, and if you feel into your heart, you're going to be able to see through it. So just, just question, you know, because that's the truth, man. We are more miraculous and we are connected to divine, infinite source intelligence at every moment. And all you need to do to connect to it is go in and it might be confusing, but it's a start. And this is why you do it because the rewards, like you say, are beyond anything that finances could ever do. Most people, not all, but many people look for it that way first because that's what they're sold and they go and they try. And Jim Carrey said, I wish everybody could be rich and famous so they could know that's not the answer because you're still by yourself. As much cars, money, sex, everything that you can acquire in a physical being is just diminished in, in 
in uh, feeling from like actual connection to source, to who you are, to what you are, to remembering that you're a dolphin. Like you don't, if you're a dolphin jumping out of the water, checking things out, you know, going around the ocean, you do not give a crap if Tom has four little goldfish cars and you're like, yeah, I could drive. That's great. But all I need to do is I need to get into the mountains so I can go snowboarding and like be in the bliss. That's what I need. Right. I don't care if I take a super range Rover, which would be cool. I do like cars and I would prefer the range cause it's dope, yeah. but it's not necessary to get my ass in the mountains. I'll take the damn bus if I need to. Um, so there, that's my rant. <laughs> you always cut. Absolutely. Look, and I know, I know like it's hard for people to come to terms with and especially hear me. I'm all excited and I'm animated. And I'm right into it. But I'm actually very practical about it. I, you know, I create businesses that make money. I have a mortgage. I have houses. I feed myself really well. I exercise real, like, like I constantly strive to obtain a balance in my human life because I've essentially, you could say I've really worked hard to reverse the world and to reverse the world, to literally train myself to perceive reality from the inside out where most people, the symptoms of coming into this world as a human being, we're taught to perceive the world from the outside in. And so we look around where we see others, oh, we're gonna do what they do, or oh, they're telling us to do this, we're gonna do that. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. See, there's actually nothing wrong with it. There's everything right with it. But because nobody said, guess what, there's actually, two ways you can perceive this right now. You can either perceive it from the outside in by being influenced by the appearance of everything, or you can perceive it from the inside out where you're like, okay, everything's happening around me, but do I really need to be guided by their influence? Or is there something actually that's guiding me that's from me? And because nobody has taught us how to do that, because nobody has encouraged us to do it, it seems foreign or it seems weird. Even people who will question this till they're blue in the face at some level are questioning it because they know there's a part of them that is like, there's something more than this. But they're trying, they're seeking to understand it in the same exact way that has conditioned them outside of it. So all right, all right, let's try to be super... I'm going to talk calm and normal. I'm going to speak. <laughs> well, the one I, I want to share, though, that is literally Einstein's quote. This, the same mind that created the problem can't find the solution. Uh, it will never find it. And that's, that's the key. So please continue. Yeah, but exactly. Einstein. Exactly right. You know, you it's not about getting rid of memory. It's not about getting rid of belief systems. All these things are very helpful and very necessary because they get us to different plateaus of perceptive experience that can further enable us to go to higher plateaus. So it's not just like, all right, I'm living in my life and I'm stuck in the world and I'm in my mortgage, my career, my family, and all of a sudden you're driving down the road and bam, you're just wide open. You suddenly experience yourself as a unified field of conscious energy emanating from the core of your being connected throughout all space and time. And then you're just driving behind your car again. Not what we're talking about. That doesn't happen for most people. It didn't happen for me like that. But what does happen is that we can realize that things like this are very possible. Like you were saying, like Wayne Dyer and others who live in places where they haven't been as conditioned, mentally conditioned as we have in these Western worlds. And so they're more open 
to, for, to the reality of miracles being possible. And these people have also created their own set of belief systems that are actually encouraging more miracles to happen or more greater awareness. So it's a double-edged sword. It goes both ways. But the, the trick is this, is to realize that we are born into this world, okay? And most do you remember being a baby? I don't, I haven't talked to anyone who's like, yup, I remember this and then that. I don't remember. I, I remember having like, you know, two, three years old memories started coming. But I know that I was born into this world. And even though I don't remember exactly what was happening, there was still awareness there. Something was aware in me. It just had yet to become programmed, to become conditioned with these belief systems with this idea that I'm this person having this experience. This is who I am. This is what everybody expects. That hadn't been instilled in me yet or any of us yet, you know, not directly. Yeah. We're influenced by, you know, just being around or whatever. And people are talking about it, but there was still awareness there. And what is that awareness? It's funny. We forget talking about water. We'll have to do this a whole other time, but I know. I was like, I thought about that a while ago. I was like, I didn't title it water. I was like, nah. Flow of consciousness instead. Yeah, water. Well, I don't know. We we did we did say a few sentences, so you know, we covered. But in a way, it comes back to that. That's like essentially what this is. In this pure state of awareness that we all were as babies or little kids, that is the purity of consciousness, just like the purity of a natural spring or the natural purity that exists in nature when it's unaffected by human cause or industry. There is a natural purity of our own awareness that we came into this world with. It has always been there. It's with us right now. And when we die, which is what happens to most people, and I'm on your camp. I, when you begin to tap into these things, like you really like, despite, okay, everyone's, it's still a belief. It's still, it's still, conditioned perspective doesn't mean that it won't happen it might but you know what it's still people believing me when you know that everything is unlimited and that everything is pure potential how can you box yourself into any kind of parameter unless you choose to and that's where you begin to develop wisdom and discernment and you realize how powerful your mind is and you begin to conduct yourself in a way that is more in alignment with the biorhythms of your body, with the balance of your body, because essentially what you're looking to do is equalize your perception of self, meaning that you're coming to this experience where you've reversed the world, you've turned it inside out, and essentially it's just that. You've allowed the purity of your consciousness to be the dominating, primary, motivating force of your awareness and allowing it to guide you to think thoughts, to make decisions, to engage in actions around the world from that pure, innocent, loving place first and foremost. That's really what we're talking about doing here. And that is a personal choice. Sure, people can laugh at it, the trolls can, you know, but really essentially it's just, people don't wanna take responsibility, they either don't wanna take responsibility for doing the work because this isn't necessarily easy at all, it's actually very difficult, simple, but there's a lot of undoing that needs to be undone in order for a lot of redoing to naturally occur, you know? But 
we are doing exactly just that. We have to come to terms with the value of this, what it means for not only us in our life and the potential, what does it mean for future generations? What does it mean for our kids? What does it mean for the people down the road? Because it doesn't take any amount of intelligence to look around at the world right now and see that the way most people engage with the world is life negating. It's not life affirming, it's life negating. It's very destructive. And you know what? We as individuals can begin to reverse that trend by reversing our own perception of it. When you just let go, forgive yourself, love yourself, appreciate that you are not only who you think you are, you are being afforded the gift of thinking that you're a person having a human experience. And when you really begin to start living from that place and train yourself to live from that place, it's like the biggest weight in the world gets lifted off your shoulders because you're no longer in a prison of self-conscious self-perception. The gates to true freedom begin to unlock. And sure, you see the results in your life around you. Your life becomes better and more productive, but that's not why I do it. That's not really why anybody who's truly doing this is doing it for. It's because you know if what you are is the miracle of life, a gift that is you know, animating the brain and body, then what does that energy really do? This is where it gets way out there and we could go off on a whole other thing, but <laughs> this is where it gets really intense because suddenly you're not you. There's this one life form that's becoming aware of itself. It's trying to develop and become more self-aware of its own selfishness and selflessness at the same time. And it's creating a duality. And it's almost like it's animating everything that we're experiencing so that it can work itself out through us. And to, you know, for me to say this, it's really difficult to say, but to experience it is an entirely different thing. And that is something that you come to and you come to terms with it. And as scary as that might sound, like I don't matter, this doesn't matter, this is all an illusion, you realize that there's something that is not an illusion. There's something that's very real. There's something that matters more than anything we have ever perceived in this world. And that's really what all this is going, what all this is about in this world. There's no us and them. It's not us and the Illuminati. It's not the government and them. It, none of that is actually real when it comes right down to it. When you're perceiving reality from your base consciousness, from the purity of your consciousness, free from all conditioned thoughts, beliefs, behaviors, actions, then you begin to have the direct experience of what it is that unifies us all. And when you have that experience, you can't really do anything but just be in awe of it and love it and want to, like, how can I serve it? greater unfoldment in this world because that's all there is anyway <laughs> i tried to keep it down to earth <laughs> yeah wait i thought i thought like 20 minutes ago you're like okay i'm gonna like i'm gonna tone it down i'm super animated here we go but that lasted for maybe 
I don't know, one second. It's wonderful, man. I, you know, I, I am in total resonance with what you're saying. And it is even, you know, for me, because I've had these experiences, um, like let's just say you're the goldfish and when you have a dolphin experience, you jump out of the water, you see stuff you don't understand. So I know what you're talking about. And having those experiences, I know that you're fully in alignment because it's, it's the faith. But everyone who hasn't had the experience, number one, it's not about attaching to that experience about jumping out of the water. You don't need ayahuasca. You don't need some sort of awakening 5D crazy experience. You don't need all this stuff. A lot of the, I think, like teachers and people out there, they really, they put it on this pedestal. It's not what it's about. That's like a glimpse into the lesson of what you already know. You can just go in and connect, just be silent for a second and you'll realize like this, this is true. And so, you know, as you're talking, my mind is kind of thinking analogies and kind of piecing it together and just deepening my own understanding. And what I believe you keep speaking to and referring on is like getting in touch with the universal floor, uh, uh, universal flow, uh, nature, God, universe, everything, life, just life happening everywhere. So it's this huge, massive mega stream coming down, right? This life is just enormous. You're, you know, if you've ever been caught in a wave surfing or something, this is just so unbelievably powerful. And so you got this little tiny, you know, energy in there and it's happening and you can kind of just go out and flow and cruise it, you know? And it's like, yo, I got you the whole time. You're totally going to be cool. And so we identify with ego. We're just identifying with, with who we are. And then we're doing the thing where we're judging things and we're not allowing them and we're, we're resisting stuff because, oh, well, you know, I'm Matt and uh, what I really want is uh, Mercedes because I like cars and I want to be able to travel first class and I want this and I want that. And, you know, I'm like, cool, I can work towards that as a co-creator and, and travel freely and expand my awareness and do my thing. But I, I got to resist now because I'm going to miss all of the journey along the way. I had to learn how to go over a jump before I could do a backflip before I could try like a, you know, a different style of backflip before I could try a double backflip. Like it's just a process. And I love when you, when you engage in it, you're loving life, you're experiencing life. And so, you know, a simple idea with that would be if life is so huge and I'm sitting there and there's like, I just use monks as an example, where I'd like Zazen or something. And I sit there and, and you're beside me and my buddy's beside me. And I just take my consciousness, like my awareness, which I can choose. And I just imagine that I'm the person beside me and I just hold my consciousness in that body and spend, let's make it ridiculous. Let's imagine a hundred days for whatever reason, you have to do this for a hundred days. It's some sort of weird thing that's happened to you and there's no choice. Well, what, what happened is you would disidentify with who you are and your consciousness would become over here. And then you would be at this point, you'd be like, oh crap, if I can move my consciousness to this other being or whoever else, then what the heck am I? And then, so that's the point of being this, this creative force, this universal force going through you, going with you and observing it back here where it's kind of like, you know, I'll also say like, it's like I'm on a rocket, you know, and I'm just booting through outer space at a million miles an hour through like just all this gnarly stuff. And Matt, the identity is just a dum-dum guy trying to like look at it all. Like, holy smokes, it's so far beyond what you could know. It's just so far, but you get tricked into thinking you know things. And I know that you don't know crap. You don't because I know for sure. I don't know anything. You know what I mean? Like on the podcast, like, oh, this is like, I don't know. You know, my mind has been shattered. Like, I really don't know. But what I do know 
is that I feel better and more aligned with life serving. I feel like it's easier. I feel like it makes sense. It feels natural. I feel human. I feel expansive. I feel like the signature counts. And that comes from in me, you know? And life is supportive. And this is the energy that you're inviting people to come to. But you have to unplug from the illusion of, of, you know, life entropy of death and decay and all these things through your action. And the more and more people do that, just these simple things of being kind and being aware. And, you know, it's not easy. Like I had to call a friend today because someone on the last podcast with Gerald Clark was just like, Oh, you know, he called me a, a dumb dumb and it oh. pissed me. It, it pissed me off, you know, because I'm like super masculine too. As I try to explain, like, I am masculine. Like I'm like caveman, you know what I mean? Like if you come in, like if I see somebody, I don't know, boot a dog, I might go and just beat the piss out of that person. I don't know. I've always had yeah. the maxed out amount of man, masculine caveman energy. I've always had it. And oh, yeah. so- I look at this, but my mom is like the sweetest woman in the world. And it's like, what would love say? And like, I'm annoyed, you know, and I'm like, yo, come here and call me a dumb dumb. Like, I don't know, man, I'm doing my best. You're sitting there on a keyboard talking crap. I might be a dumbass. You know, I might be a hero. I might be a villain. You know, one of my coaches is like, Matt, you got to realize you are the villain. You're everything. And I was like, oh shit, I would, be, I would be the villain for some people. I would be the savior for some people, but like, that's not up to me. It's me to align with me you know, and just do that the best I can and know if I'm aligned or not. Right. And so, you know, it took a lot of, uh, it was hard not to be like, F you, you donkey looking at your profile. What do you know? Like the guy wrote two books, you know, I got 150 episodes, you know, but like the man's like, you're a dumb, dumb oh, dick, yeah. you know? So that's it. It's, the pre it's not hard. It's, it's not complicated, but it's hard. It can be very, very hard. And I, that's just the point I wanted to draw to that. And so being of service, being kind is something you can do. And that automatically puts you in the resonance with the universe because the universe is supportive. It is loving. It is caring. And then you can stop figuring out how you're going to do all these things because that natural resonance of love and gratitude starts to sort it out for you. The force comes in and kicks it online. You start kicking and screaming and you're just in it doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I know it's, it's weird. It's one of these things. It's like, I try to come to terms of like, is the universe love? Is it, it's like, I don't, it's hard to explain. Like, I don't know, but I know what I am. And I know that by being aware of it, I can be a reflection of that love and share it and be it. And that's, I think really like essentially what we're talking about here. It's like this co-creative process of taking something as raw as life this like on this wild untamed force like and channeling it in a way that is very much in the flow of it not resisting it but trusting it and like but kind of like nap like directing a little bit like all right i'm i know that it's all you it's all flow that's all there is but i love you enough to realize that i also am a part of it and I trust that part. I really do, as hard as it is, you know, and I'm going to just do the best I can to be what in my own conscience is of value to me. It's like you said, when you treat others in a loving way, when you, when you are in service to others, it makes you feel lighter. You feel good. You feel like, okay, there's purpose. And essentially, 
th these are the things that matter. They're the only things that matter. And, you know, the more we stop living our lives in a way that are, it's very selfish from a negative perspective, the more selfless we become and the more our selfishness gets enhanced in a very positive way, in a very giving, life-giving, nurturing kind of way. And it is, it's like, it's about being, I'm really masculine too, but you can be super masculine and super feminine because it isn't actually about being masculine or feminine. Either, even those two polarities or our current understanding of them are, it's a separation. It's a form of understanding two different things. There's a balance point that exists within everybody, within all beings, male or female, within animals, within the planet itself, within all of it. And you know what? Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. I love that quote. I don't know who said it, but it, it means so much because all this, we just talked about a lot tonight. We got into some deep things. I know some people are probably like, what the heck just, like, what are we even talking about here, you know? But by realizing that success, whatever you're looking to achieve, like if it's becoming one with the universe, it's the progressive realization of it that leads you to a place where there's success, where there's an experience of, okay, this makes sense and it's real and it's, you know, it's grounding itself into my very physical presence. And then, you know, something else too, that this whole idea of illusion, it's not that this isn't real or that this is an illusion because it's just the appearance of illusion. This is actually very real. Everything that's happening is real. It's very real. It's so real that if we had any idea how real it was, we'd be conducting ourselves in ways that are completely different from what most of us are doing on this world. But it's in that, that's just the point. The more we become aware of the essence of what it is that really allows us to be human, the energy, this electrical, miraculous type of energy that's animating our very physical body, creating bioelectric fields. When we start to identify with ourselves as literally an electric, some kind of weird, inexplainable electricity that's empowering this whole human organism, we begin to understand the true nature of this human experience, which essentially is like a living geometric field emanating from inside our every single cell, all around, all the organs, all our glands, around everything. There's countless living geometries, living geometric fields in and around every single thing and around us. See, I keep trying to take this down to earth and we just keep... <laughs> but that's, that's what we're talking about here. I mean, that's really what we're trying to do is bring the, the, um, the unreal into the real bring the invisible into the visible and create a balance between the two because that makes life better for everybody. And that's really it. I love it, man. Well, what I'll, what I'll say to bring it down to the reality, what came up for me was, you know, we're living when you said it, yeah, this is real. We're in it and it's happening. You know, might be like some sort of illusion on one scale of things, but you're the co-creator. Yes, you give it away and you're the co-creator. It's like, yo, you are the entire universe for sure. And also you're going to make like a unique signature point right? You know, it's all perfect, but you're going to get to kind of drive and, and steer your energy, your unique thing. So you're definitely both. And um, what came up for me is like, yeah, people, you know, if you're going around and you don't realize like how real this is and how much you matter and how much you can make a difference, 
you know, you, every single person can make such a massive, ridiculously humongous difference. And it doesn't even need to be a huge company or things like that. It could be, but it doesn't need to be at all. Literally just connecting with who you are. You're going to be changing lives. And that's a signature. You're being awake and just being conscious. Like, so the simple, the simple thing that I was thinking of in Whistler, um, you know, if I see somebody litter, I pick it up. Like normally when I live there, people were really good about putting things in the trash because they respected their surroundings. If every single day you go get a cheeseburger and throw the wrapper on the ground, it's going to accumulate pretty quick. So you're just aware of the impact you're having on everything around you, you know, and then that's bringing consciousness to it. That is like awakening, awakening. I'm conscious that I have an impact on other people and the world. Very simple stuff. Um, so, but the problem is we feel so disempowered by believing the illusion that screw everything and just throw it on the ground. I was driving in Ontario and some dude threw a coffee cup out the window while driving with some coffee cup in it. And so I went full masculine right away and was upset. And so, well, the, all I could do at that point was drive up in like the Toyota Corolla, look at him with the beard. And just be like, yeah, really? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, come on, man. It's ridiculous. You know, give him like what the F, but that's just, on, you know, and, and then on the flip side, that's just a disconnection. That's a disconnection with yourself. That is a disconnection with spirit. That is a disconnection with the earth. And if you are connected to all of those things, but it begins with you and you just put that mirror back and that's where everything is found. And just think about it though. Everything that we're looking at is conditioned to be out, right? That was such a good point. That's what we're, that's what we're doing. We're conditioned to be out. And the one thing that I wanted to touch on before I give it back was, um, you know, realizing your death. Okay. So maybe you just die. Okay. Maybe you, you do, you just die. So great. Maybe you live eternally, maybe anything doesn't matter what we do know for sure is we are here now and so if you do die if you keep going if you do whatever and you take a life assessment and you look at the possibility in this dimension and this experience and this life what is available for you to create what's available for you to experience what's available for you to do are you so stoked on what you're doing are you taking that and connecting with it because that's all that matters. So basically one of the things I like to do with people is like, yo, you should do a shamanic ritual. Or if I do some coaching, I'm like, okay, I'm going to shoot you in the face in 10 minutes. I'm like, what? I was like, well, verbally, like I'm going to, you know, I'm going to end your life. I'm like the grim reaper. I'm going to come. I'm going to end you. You know, now I was like, Hey, I just killed you. Now we're on the other side. You're now dead. Analyze your life. What does it look like? What were you stoked on? What were you, what were you holding on to? And from that, just even that little thought paradigm for people, like, oh crap, okay, I'm dead. Hold on, let me look, because this isn't guaranteed. Maybe I'm gonna get wiped out by a car or something. So from that little perspective, you're like, okay, give me another shot. Get me back in there because I now have the courage. And that's why so many people with uh, terminal illnesses or car accidents or things like that, they make a huge 180 because they, they're like, whoa. You know, I would rather go all out, um, you know, balls to the wall in, in a way that is aligned with me. And this is for me personally, um, you know, many others, then just go and just exist and, and, and sign up for that illusion, which I know is an illusion. And, you know, I'd rather fail at doing my best at whatever. Thank you. 
thank you. Th thank you for saying it like that. My, that's really, you just encapsulated the entire thing. Like, here we are. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is the real thing. What are we going to do with it? Like, really, what are we going to do with it? Are we going to sit and complain and point the finger at somebody else? Or, you know, when we screw other people, we're screwing ourselves. When we screw the planet, we're screwing ourselves. And we're not, it's not a very nice tantric type of getting screwed either. This is a little, like, you're soul-fucking yourself. You're oh like, little, that kind of thing. But, but even that, we got to let go of that. We have to really begin to embody the virtues of self-empathy, of self-compassion, of self-love and self-care. And we do that by showing respect to our body, by realizing that this is a gift. And it's our responsibility to really um, develop the gifts that we have, to live in a way that balances out the systems of our body, because it is in these bodies, it is through this human experience that we are afforded the opportunity to develop our very soul the miraculous energy that animates the brain and body but most people don't realize it and it's not their fault because nobody ever encouraged them to do this you know rare places around the world people are born blessed to be born into these eastern realities or wherever where this type of stuff is encouraged but for most of us it isn't however and we're victims up until that point but when you begin to have your first taste of empowerment by realizing that, oh my God, this stuff is not only real, it's all that's real, it's all that matters, then you no longer can play the victim card. And you literally are then in a power and a place of taking personal responsibility for further developing your self-perception of this miraculous animating force. And in the process of doing that, you develop, your gifts develop, you influence others, you become something of hope for the world, influencing others because the miracle of life is not mine, it's not yours, it's not anybody's, it's all of ours. I'm not any different than anybody else, just like you're not, but we all do have a unique fingerprint, you could call it, of a soul, literally this living geometric field that is animating this very force that is our responsibility to nurture and usher. This soul that's in us, it's almost like a baby, except for it's infinite, it's forever. It's old, old, old. But our mind, our human ego is here to nurture it and develop it. And if you think of it in terms like that, if this energy that we are is the baby and it's our job to nurture it and take care of it, can't we do a lot more to really you know, help it thrive and to help it grow and to make it strong? Don't we want it to grow its feet and be able to walk and maybe eventually spread, sprout wings and fly? I know that's what I am interested in. I know that's what feels right to my human perception. And I've met a lot of other people who feel the same way like you. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, I really like that. I like the way that you uh, worded that in the, in the sense that taking responsibility for nurturing your soul. And I kind of saw myself as a plant. So you come, mm, I don't know if this analogy worked, but I'll just go with it. You got a plant as like some sort of higher level being and you're looking at the plant and the plant has an existence and you can come give it water, sunlight, bring it outside, or maybe something more like a dog or something, more, more options. But the thing is, we're not nurturing ourselves. Many people are out there. They're not nurturing their soul. We've, we've given our soul essence to somebody else. And that's disempowerment. 
when you don't have any options or freedom, you're disempowered. I can't do this because I would love to snowboard, but I can't bro because I got to go buy this house and I got to go work in cars and I got to go do what I got to do. Um, you know, I've just disempowered because I've signed up for a reality that was someone else's creation. Um, and, and, and if you go the other side with it, you start nurturing the soul, you are connected to that again, source spark, that stream, that, that nature, God force, whatever you want. And that wants to nurture you. And that thing is 100% on your side, fanning your fire there. Frig, yes, go for it. You know, I have got you. Thank you because I know what you're doing. If it's aligned with you, which is in alignment, it resonates. It's going to resonate with the community you're around. And that is natural harmonic growth where you're either growing or you're not growing. And a lot of people are decaying um, and it's because they disempower themselves. So I really like that, that idea of nurturing yourself. Are you nurturing yourself? Are you, you know, I just say, imagine you're a kid, you know, you're five years old or seven years old, you know, how do you treat yourself? Because adulting is, is stupid. <laughs> Nobody knows how to adult. It's a bunch of older bodies pretending that things are serious and they know what's going on and they get in arguments with who is more serious and who knows more than the other person when they both don't know shit and they both know that. Now there are things you can know. There's things you can know. There's people who are really smart and engineers and all that is real. That's not what I'm saying. But on the grand scale of like going dolphin out of water and seeing things scale, you know that what you could know is like, you know, fractally incomparable to what is possible to know. You know, it's like you get this tiny piece of like a grain of sand in all of the beaches, in all the universes, in all of the dimensions, in all of ever existence times a hundred trillion billion in a number we don't understand. It's just gone. Can't do it. So then you're humbled to your core thing and you're like, hey, cool surrender. What little tiny thing could I do? And then the universe is like, yo, what do you want to do? What feels good? Do that and I'll be stoked and I'm on your side. Go do the thing that feels good because that's your beacon, your feeling. And it wants you to connect to that miraculous feeling because this life is supposed to be joyous. Who sold you the fact that life wasn't supposed to be joyous? Who sold you the fact that life was scary? Who sold you the fact that you were limiting, that you're not worthy, that you're not good enough, that you can't do it? Who sold you that? And you can at any point of awareness, let go of that because that is not the truth. And if you sit in yourself for a little bit of time, you will know that because it's a thought. Three deep breaths, five deep breaths, you're connected and that's it. And then the mind will come back online. Your memories will come back online. Your identity will come back online. And these are all forces like a string, like little hooks in you pulling your energy, disempowering you, disconnecting you, taking you away from the unity of all of existence from that experience. It's like the absurdity of trying to do that to a bear. If a bear became conscious, it would be so absurd. The bear would be like, you don't, you got to get out of here. I'm just going to go sit down near this tree. Then I'm going to scratch my back on it. Then I might go catch a fish. You got problems. And we're, we're, um, we're like, we're psychotic in the sense that we're fractal in our minds and so disconnected. And really the oneness, the, when you talked about that is the truth. It is one. Um, in the life and teachings, it goes like when you meditate on the oneness and source and life, like meditate on all life going through all things, they say it might be easier for you to just um, come to the understanding there's just one of you here. Mm. I was like, huh, 
And I've heard that a few different times and I found that's interesting. So if you cared about every single thing outside of you as much as you should care for yourself, your life is going to be great. The problem and the immediate breakdown is you don't care about yourself enough to, to honor yourself, to nurture your own plant, to trust yourself, to go with your intuition, to go inside, to honor who you are. And if you can do that, you won't dishonor other people because it's not possible. You can't do it because it becomes dishonoring yourself. So you got to come back to that first. Oh my God. I couldn't have said <laughs> anything. You just said everything that I would have said better than me. Like that's, that's, <laughs> and that's what we're here to do. We're here to encourage each other to bring out the best in one another. I don't, I don't look at people who have attained more as a competition or I look at, okay, how do we support each other for a common goal that unites us all in a way that is beyond the confines of what we're normally used to experiencing things as? That's what matters. Where's the one heart? Where's the one soul? That's what matters to me. That's what I care about. Otherwise, I have no interest in engaging with this world on any other level less than that. And Hardcore heaven, oh. yes. Heaven on yeah. earth now. New earth now. Man, beautiful. Yeah. Brother, man, this has been so great. I didn't think it was going to go this way, but it was a really great back and forth where you would just load it up so good. And then I had to like draw bridges and then feedback and just load it up again and then draw bridges and, and feedback. Um, it's really, you know, been a, a privilege to chat with you. I'm so glad for what you're doing. Um, we didn't get into water, but water is important. You have the world's best water, as I understand it, or at least some freaking outstanding water. Um, so that's there. Before we shut it down, feel free to go into anything that we didn't cover that you'd like to chat about, uh, any closing statements that you want to share or even open up a little bit. It's totally fine too. Um, and just thank you, man. It's been fun. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. And yeah, see, it's, it's funny as we're talking, there's like, I'm like, oh my God, there's a million directions we could go with this, you know? So it's, but of course it is. We're talking about infinity and within infinity is everything. But I do want to say this, and it's something that I see people um, struggling with a lot. You know, we have this idea, like, why should, I get to, why should I get to feel joy or experience joy when there's so many around the world suffering? And you know what? Here's what I say to that. If you are in a place in your life, in a part of the world that is not being subjected to the atrocities of the worst of human behavior, then isn't it your responsibility to develop your own joy, to develop your own virtuous self so that you can go out and help improve the world, bring that joy, that empathy, that love and compassion to those who don't have it? Isn't that really kind of, and who are we? If we have the opportunity to be a joyous reflection of reality through human form, if we have the ability to really truly embody the best of what human, this human experience offers, who are we not to take responsibility for developing that and then going out and reflecting it and presenting it to what we perceive as the worst of human behavior? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. I think that's so important, too, because it feels like people are entrapped and, and disempowered. But I'm at, I'll, I'll do it crazy. 30 generations. Okay, look at how terrible the world. Just give it 30 generations of a little bit of mindfulness. We would heal the planet. 
I think we can do it in one or two generations with the technology, the resources that, you know, 10% of people come online and start caring about the world. You empower yourself might take five, 10 years. You get a little bit of resources. You team up with 20 other people. We start bringing down these, these systems that don't make any sense that are disempowering. And we do it together. We're way more powerful together. It's like a swarm of bees and we're all separated getting, you know, conditioned by like a few, you know, influences that make us forget like yo if we just like kind of like like i see this in um you know i was watching bbc and like one um lion is taking out like a a bowl or something i was like dude if they all turned around all of them and just committed as a force like that species would be extinct as soon as they realize they should just team up and like they'll just come and like there's no way just stomp them and they'll roll around and like everybody just go ape crap this thing is toast and then the lions be like oh shoot like we can't eat that anymore because they realize they're stronger together like a wolf pack so it's, i always say team earth they're like a wolf pack humanity and all that is required to play is to care about one another actually. You know, we can go into the depths of it of unconditional love and that can be challenging. Like the dickhead on YouTube, he's talking shit. That took a lot of effort and I originally answered it mostly fine, but then a little bit douchey and then I had to erase it. And be like, okay, yeah. what, would what would unconditional love say? It's like this, you know? And it's like, it's hurtful, man. You hurt my feelings and that's the problem is my egoic feelings got hurt, you know? But really, you know, if you can look at everything with unconditional love, real unconditional love, you know, we're going to shift the, we're going to shift the whole planet, but it does start with you. And the important thing is your reality will change 100%. You can't be enlightened or awakened or connected with source. If you are service to self, you must be of service to other and on service to self. What reminds me of the book of raw stuff. And it's like, they just say, you know, it's pretty intense material. It's just like, to ascend and go, to go to the next level of the video game, you must be above 51% of service to other. Hmm. Just above. Just, right, just one, above. One just one point of being like a selfish, selfish wiener, you know? Just, just kind of consider other people. Like, it just makes sense. Like, what do we teach kids? So, I got off on a rant there. Um, but anything else you want to say? Websites, closing statements. Uh, again, just a, a privilege and an honor. And people can learn about water on your website. Yeah, they can get some of that. Good. But I need some of that water. I, I read the yeah. website. I was like, yo, how do I get this water? And maybe even any tips, like just a general quick tips of where can we get good water easily? Uh, alkaline filters is something that I use. Um, spring, findaspring.com. What do you recommend on just, cause I think. You know what? It's, it's such a long topic. It's such a multifaceted <laughs> topic. There's no way to even, there's it's something that needs to really be explored in depth. I mean, it starts with this education. Like we have to self-educate. We have to learn about water. We have to learn about the complexities, the intricacies, how water is affected by geographical localities. The, the geologic rock that is in certain areas where springs come up affect those springs. I, it's a very multi-layered process and thing. But the real thing, the real thing to understand is that water, as important as it is and as unifying as it is, and that's what we started this, this whole talk out with, it's not more important than the one thing that unifies us all truly, which is this source of consciousness. It literally, that is it. Water is next in line because it's hard for people to argue with because we know it, we see it, it's a physical thing, it's tangible, even though it displays crazy anomalous properties that can't even come close to being explained. But 
we can begin to understand, okay, this is something that unifies us. But when you exist in a state of what everything we've been talking about tonight, and you really work to develop your awareness of it, then your very consciousness itself influences the water that's in your own body, the bio waters in your body. And that's the most important water we've got. It's our bio water, our internal water. A friend of mine wrote a great book called Water Codes, uh, Carly Newday. Her book is, you should check this out. She's fantastic. You probably have her on this show. But understanding the physics, both spoken and unspoken of water is paramount in today's world. The natural foods industry, health and nutrition, everything is contingent upon our understanding of water. So many nutritionists I speak with are in the, and I love them all, but in the dark ages when it comes to water, they've got food science down to an art, you know, broken right down to the most scientific basis of understanding. But water is something altogether because it includes so many different facets of our awareness of, you know, all the things I said. So love yourself. That's the main thing. Unconditionally love yourself, love others, live from that place, and we will heal the waters in our body and of this world. And that's what it comes down to. Uh, amazing, man. I, I love that. And I love how you said it is consciousness. I totally consciousness first as the, as the one. And that's, that's, for me, that's what God is. God, nature, source, life is consciousness experiencing itself. And I know this because I can take Matt, dum-dum here, getting mad at that guy and place him over here. And then, then life gets to kick in. And that's the thing. When I go to sleep, I'm not worried if my heart's going to beat. Life's going to do that for me. I'm not worried if I'm going to keep breathing. Life's going to do that for me. And it does it for you. And then in the morning, dum-dum comes back in and he does his best. You know, I was like, yeah, well, okay. When he comes back in, if you take the time to do that, that's self-love. You're putting the soul, the animating force, the reality of why you exist as a priority in your life, you're loving your soul. You're literally saying, you know what? It might not be as tangible as the reality I perceive around me, but I know it's there. I know it's real. And I'm going to trust that I can love something that I can't necessarily put my finger on. And you know what? When you do that, that soul, that energy, that living geometric field, that unified field of conscious energy, that unites all things great and small begins to love the water in your body and you feel it you exude it it's not a joke people don't believe it try it and keep mm -hmm. trying it until you feel it and then once you figure it out don't ever listen to me or matt or anybody else ever again because it will be guiding you directly and that's the point of it all <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I want to like, refer like I like calling like the dumb, dumb brain. I think it's important, but I also think it's good to clarify that it's a smaller perspective because you do have to like love yourself. You just don't get access to the whole vision. So I'm, that's where the surrender part comes in where the universe can see infinitely far, deep, fast, whatever, but I can only get a small fraction. So it's limited because you got to love yourself immensely and realize you're not going to get every single piece. So you got to surrender to this piece that um, is bigger and, and, and that loves you unconditionally. And it starts by you loving yourself, communicating with that source. Now you have a two way communication and it's open and you're permeable like water can kind of flow through things. You're permeable through. So uh, you know, the way that you phrased it there was, was magical. I love it. So where can people find more about you and uh, you know what you're doing? Uh, Websites, get good water. Yeah. 
So I'm on I'm on Facebook. You can find me. My name's Sapley Prusinski. My water company, Tourmaline Spring. I have a certified organic sprouted nut company called Living Nuts with a Z. Um, I talk about all these things. I'm a liver and lover of life and the potential of life. Um, you can find, let's see, I sing. That's what I'm getting ready to go do right now. It's one of my passions. I love to sing and rock out and have fun. Um, but yeah, just find me online, type up my name and you'll find me. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> cool, man. Well, it was a pleasure. You are awesome. You are hilarious. Uh, I think I might actually see you in Maine. I'm going to go visit uh, David Lombard. Yeah, so you're there. We'll talk about water. You'll come up there and we'll do something. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Sounds good. I dig it. Cool, man. Well, I love you. Thanks for being Thanks it. You, brother. Thank you. Each and every day. I appreciate it. Thank you. Peace. See you guys. Thank you, everybody. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed that episode. As you listen through, I hope that you did some Snapchats or, or what are Snapchats, like screenshots of your phone and just time code. And you can either just share the time code on your social media or with me at mattbelair.com or uh, Facebook, Matt Belair Official. I'm sharing your own Facebook. And if you want to go a little bit further and write about that aha moment, go as deep as you want. When we start to share as a community, we're going to awaken our communities. We're going to connect together. We're going to see that we're all the same and we all have similar struggles and challenges. But when we're open and we're sharing these insights, we really help each other grow. And we also deepen our own understanding when we write about it, when we talk about it, because we uncover more. And the podcast for me has been such a beautiful gift. And and deepening my understanding and questioning my beliefs and questioning why I know what what I think I know and and creating these analogies and going deeper so that I can I can take these simple lessons and go even deeper with it. So um, you know, keep sharing those insights over at uh, the Facebook page, Matt Bellier Official, or in the Facebook group. Um, share the time codes and social media, do all that kind of stuff and write as much or as little as you'd like. And um, I love seeing those those moments and, and realize how special that is uh, for someone else. You might not even recognize it, but you sharing is, is probably the most powerful thing that you could do. Um, thanks for you guys who've left the review. That's really helpful. If you want to support on Patreon, that's cool too. I already got one gift coming in the mail from somebody. So that's amazing. Um, doesn't have to be anything big. I guess it could be like a drawing. That'd be cool. It could be like something cool you have laying around the house, but I guess I'm hearing there's some sort of energetic signature to a physical object. Um, could be like a, you know, super cheap bracelet. I don't know. You don't have, you don't have to give me anything. Um, but I was, I was told that you, um, I should open up to the, the idea of having something small and physical. So if somebody wants to do that, draw me a picture. I don't know. Um, I will, will accept it and be grateful for it. So I love you guys and I appreciate you guys. And I do this for you. And I, I honestly do it for myself too, in the sense that I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to hear from these people. I want to uncover myself. I want to be the best person that I can be. And I'm just grateful that I can share these conversations as I try to uncover myself and know more about about myself and the universe and and um you know helping the planet and serving so you know um i'm just glad it serves you too and the people that come and listen to these i know they're long and so you're amazing and special and loved and freaking epic if you are taking all these in recognize that that's a rare thing i have good friends i have my sister doesn't even listen to the podcast because they're too long and we always go out into deep conversations um <laughs> you know it's like they're too long um so i totally get it they are long and so that's what i'm saying if you're listening you are you rock you're amazing 
Um, and you are the example. And I, I love you for your journey. And I love you for listening. And I love you for wanting to better yourself. And I love you for wanting to make a difference for yourself and um, to be a, a more complete, fulfilled person. That's a beautiful thing. Not everybody wants to do that. They just kind of want to go along and, and not question. So anyway, tons of love for you. Um, thanks to my sponsor, Purium. They're freaking dope. Uh, if you go to bit.ly forward slash activate health and use the, the card activate health, you get a $50 gift card. So there's a gut biome product that's 50 bucks. That's supposed to be epic. Um, I've been taking it and feeling a lot better. I've been drinking too much coffee. Um, there is CBD now and there's the premium, you know, supplements for athletes, for cleanses, for uh, whatever you need. It's like all the natural stuff. You want an energy boost. You want a new tropic. It's all there, all natural, all certified organic and its own farm away from, you know, everything. It's truly amazing what they're doing over there. Um, so yeah, that's it. So thank you guys so much. And before we close it out, um, let's just do love and gratitude for ourselves. Let's just do that. So take in a deep breath through your nose and just with the intention of giving love and gratitude to yourself deep love and gratitude for yourself and i'm sending you that energy just love and gratitude for you and just breathing out every limitation every thought every self-criticism just let that go now taking another deep breath in through your nose and just double that feeling of love and gratitude for yourself just say i love and accept myself in your mind i deeply love and accept myself I deeply love and accept myself just say that to yourself I'll say it to myself too and I'm sending you that energy and just breathe out slowly all the cares all the limitations all the painful internal dialogue we do to ourselves just let that go realizing that's not real and just taking one last deep breath in through your nose just saying I love and accept myself I fully love and accept myself completely and just try to feel that all that love and acceptance for yourself all that love you share to your friends to your family all that compassion you have for all beings just turn that right back around and just give give big love and acceptance for yourself you can even give yourself a hug and i'm just giving you a hug through my uh i don't know my being my if i can pop out into a hundred million different beings just squeeze everybody but you hearing this i'm just giving you a big energy hug all of my love and i know that that you should love and accept yourself that you are amazing if you were hearing this we all are everybody is the same we all deserve our own love and respect and so just Put that mirror back to yourself and be your number one cheerleader, your number one supporter. Just allow yourself to make mistakes. I'm sending you all my love and my energy and my support. Just give yourself, just allow yourself that permission to give yourself all of that love, support, and self-acceptance. It's so important. Then you build your own boat. You build your own castle. You build your own life. And then people can see that example and they can build it for themselves because you can't build it for anyone else. You have to build it for yourself. And this is where it starts. So thank you so much for coming on this episode. I will see you again. Um, sometimes people, I forget to mention, these are on YouTube. If you want to watch the shows live on YouTube, check them out. Um, but that's it. So thank you so much for listening. And I will see you in the next episode.